Good morning on this beautiful November cool morning that I love. I love the cold, thank you. I welcome you if we have any visitors this morning. I don't know if I'm online or not. If I am, good morning to you also. If you're here visiting, uh, please get the connect card in front of you um, so we can connect with you. We will not show up at your house and knock on your door, but we would love to have your information. Um, uh, this morning is the deadline for the shoe boxes. Today is the day they are to be turned in, and um, I've got a little update on them. Uh, we're meeting our shoebox goal. We thank the Lord for the people who will hear of Jesus' love through each box. We're still a little bit short on postage, so if you would like to help in any way, that would be a great way for you to help contribute to the boxes. Wednesday, November 10th, we will have Bible study with Carvin Adams. Next Sunday, we'll be worshiping with Scott Lamb, and then there's going to be a church council meeting at 2 o'clock next Sunday. For your giving, as usual, we have the box back on the wall there that you can drop cash or check in, or you can go to cypressstreet.church/give if you're tech savvy. Speaking of giving, after the service this morning, it is Gideon Sunday, and uh, we want you to know that we're going to be taking up an offering at the back um, for the Gideon Bibles to be distributed throughout the world. It's a wonderful cause. Uh, you need to make your check out to, let me look to make sure I have it right, payable to the Gideons if you're going to... Uh, make a donation by check. I think it's time for our music portion, and then I'll introduce to you our speaker for the morning. Why don't you stand with us this morning as we sing this song we're familiar with, but it's still such a beautiful song. I worship you, almighty God. i 
more than a few but you'll see in your bulletin the ones we have here um, we have the Liz Gwynn family Mary I mean I'm sorry Marie and LB Honeycutt Ken McConnell Jerry Crane Dion Chambly Mary Frances Valentine the COVID situations those traveling Gideon's International Samaritan's Purse shoeboxes our children and our youth. If you have a, uh, a Sunday morning request or morning uh, request that you would want in the bulletin, you can contact the office. Uh, if you want a texted prayer group message, please contact Karen Oldham. And now, I have a little, it's November and 
in November, what I think of is gratitude. And just to get us started off on a little bit of gratitude, I have a quote by Thomas S. Monson. To express gratitude is gracious and honorable. To enact gratitude is generous and noble. But to live with gratitude ever in our hearts is a touch of heaven. He said it is his prayer that in addition to all else for which we are grateful, we may ever reflect our gratitude for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And with that, I am grateful and thankful to be able to introduce our Gideon speaker this morning. His name is Philip Elmore. He is cousin to Charles Elmore. He and his wife, Kay, are members of the Washita West Camp of the Gideons International. I believe Philip served as chaplain for this group, am I correct on that? And also as a retired coach. And with that, I would like for you to give him a very warm welcome as he comes and speaks to us this morning. Thank you. What about the blood, coach? Why is there blood all over these pages? That was a question of mine by a young, a young fella that I taught when I was teaching school and coaching in Texas. Raymond was a young fella, I believe he was a sophomore in high school, and we had started a Bible class in our public school. And by the way, it's not against the law to teach the Bible in the public schools. It's against the law to proselyte, but again, God's word does not return void. Raymond had only been to church twice in his entire life. He'd been to church at a wedding and a funeral, and that was it. And you would think, you know, 2015, you know, everybody's been to church. They've passed many of them. If you live in the United States, you pass so many of them a day traveling here and there. Raymond couldn't believe as we studied in the book of Exodus and Leviticus all the sacrifices that the Jewish people had to make. Because the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And he couldn't believe that every chapter we read and every, every time we, we had a lesson, we went through the different sacrificial uh, uh, offerings and so forth. And, and I, I was trying to explain to him uh, what they all meant. And, and that's when he came up with the question, why is there blood all over this place? I mean, it was his first time to really read the Word of God. And by the way, our local Gideon chapter there in that small town I coached at in East Texas, they had supplied the Bibles for that class. They heard we were having a Bible class, so they said, can we supply the Bibles? Much like this one right here. So, Raymond was reading the Bible for the first time. He was studying God's Word. God's Word does not return void, and he recognized the blood. Now, the theme of the blood runs as a scarlet thread all the way from Genesis to Revelation. You can't hardly read anything in the Bible without the mention of blood sacrifice. Now, 
As we studied that, his word that day, uh, I, I knew that I would have another chance. We had to move on that particular class period. But as always, coaches do, I, I got to take Raymond home that afternoon. He lived out in the country, and if you've never been a coach, you know, you're a, you're a bus also. You know, you, you take kids home. So that day after football practice, I had a chance to take Raymond home, and as we took him home, I had a chance to tell him about the one-time sacrifice for sin. Jesus Christ was sacrificed one time to cover your sin. See, that day Raymond left my pickup truck with a whole new life. Raymond accepted Christ that day. I haven't kept up with him so much. We got separated once I moved back to Louisiana to my home state and, and so on and so on. I took my glasses off when I came up the steps because they'd make them look closer. And, and I just got my knee replaced. That's why I was so slow uh, coming up the steps. And, and I, I, I'm just real, real, I try to be real sure of myself as I go up and down. The, the, the Gideons, you can think of them as like the missionary arm of the local church. We distribute Bibles in over 200 countries in 95 languages. We had a Gideon speaker to our camp late, just here not too long ago, about three weeks ago. Did you know that this year there was Gideon's Bibles handed out and they have the ability all over the world to come in contact with over 300 million people. 300 million people. Now, let's get it straight. They probably didn't all get a Gideon's Bible. They had that opportunity to come in contact with one. How many times have you traveled, you stayed at a motel in the little, the, the, the little uh, cabinet beside your bed has a Gideon Bible in it? Have you ever noticed that? And usually they're, they're this size right here and they're light blue. Testimony after testimony of people reading God's word as they lay down at sleep uh, or before they lay down at sleep in a motel or so forth. Several testimonies to where they got saved from reading that word. Did you know that one Bible placed in a motel room has the, the opportunity to come in contact with 2,300 people in its lifetime. Now, we usually replace these every seven years. Here in West Monroe, we, we, um, we, we go to all the, all the motels. They seem like they lie. they're all over the place now, and they, they come in contact with that many. Uh, we've only been turned down by one motel here in West Monroe uh, that we could not place one in there. That's because that they are owned by the Mormon church. And they would not let us uh, put uh, Bibles in their church. Our goal is to place two Bibles per second in the world we live in. And last year, like we, although we distributed over 90 million, still those people had, had the ability to come in contact with 300 million people. I want to show you some of the Bibles we distribute. I want to talk to you a little bit about that. These are the little New Testaments that we use every year. 
in September, if your child in West Washita Parish was in the fifth grade, then they had a chance to get one of these little Bibles. This year, uh, I, want, I want to get my figure straight. That's why uh, we, we passed out eight, over 800 of these small Bibles that look just, matter of fact, this is one of them right here. Uh, we, in our camp, uh, the Gideons divide up. I went to Central Elementary out in Calhoun. Uh, there was five fifth grade classes. Uh, all the children were asked if they wanted a Gideon Bible. All of them wanted a Gideon Bible. I don't know about you, but I still have mine that I got at Millsaps Elementary that used to be right down there, okay? That's one of my places that's no longer anymore. It used to be right next to West Monroe High School, if you don't remember, okay? I went there because I lived right down Travis Street, right in front of the high school, right there as a boy. And I traveled my bicycle all over this area, around Bagwell Gardens, all up in this area. I visited everywhere around here. I, kn I knew where Cypress Street Church God was. Take my word on it. We also distributed Bibles, something like this one, right here to, uh, I call it Northeast Louisiana University, okay? Because uh, that's where I graduated from, okay? That's where I graduated twice from, from okay? Uh, 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 any of you people that uh, graduate from there, you're proud to be from there. But now they call it ULM or mm, um, mm, okay? But we, we recently had a distribution there, and let's see, we handed out 3,000 at University of Louisiana Monroe, 3,500 at Louisiana Tech, over 800 at Grambling. We also, these Bibles also go out uh, at different other places. I'll be talking about those. Uh, at the, at, like at the Christmas festival that's fixing to be in Nac Nacogdoches. We have Gideons from all over Louisiana come, and that is a tremendous d distribution right there. Thousands of people come to Nacogdoches to, I get my Nacogdoches and Nacogdoches mixed up because my, my son went to Stephen F. Austin in Nacogdoches, Texas, in Nacogdoches, Louisiana, here in Louisiana. Uh, we also uh, distribute them at, at nursing homes, hospitals, clinics, veterinarians, uh, offices, uh, doctor's offices. Recently, uh, as I was going to rehab for my knee, over at the Affinity Clinic on Louisville, right there, uh, I, I think it's been a, a state law, they have to take up all the literature. You remember you used to go to a doctor's office, they had all kinds of magazines and so forth, they took them all up. Well, I noticed at the Affinity Rehab Clinic, they had taken up everything but the Gideon Bible. And guess what? When I was waiting on my appointment every day, I noticed different people picking it up, reading God's Word. Reading God's Word. God's Word does not return void. So, I just happened to have some more, and when I would sit down, I would take some of these, and I would ask people in the waiting room, did they want any? Uh, did they have a Gideon uh, New Testament? And, and often they, they, had said, they would say they did, and sometimes they would say, no, I don't think we, we have any of those. Now, one, one place that we haven't been able to do uh, lately, the, the Washtenaw West Camp has been the, the uh, Washtenaw Valley Fair. We haven't had the Washtenaw Valley Fair the last two years, but it has been a tremendous distribution. 
And if, you ever, if you've ever been there, as you come in the gate, after you pay your money, you, you're offered a Gideon New Testament. And you run across a great cross-section of people there. A great, I mean, uh, uh, people from all over northeast Louisiana, from different religions, Buddhist, uh, Muslim folk, just, just everybody coming through that gate. Most people will accept one of those. Uh, two years ago, uh, we handed out over 8,000 New Testament copies at the Washtenaw Valley Fair. We also have those for our, this is, this is one that our military personnel get right here. It's kind of camouflage. My uh, youngest son was in the Army National Guard and, and he actually was offered one of these on two different occasions. Many of these, number one, uh, all these New Testaments and Gideon Bibles have the plan of salvation in the back and what they call Bible helps in the front. And I want to talk to you just a second about the Bible helps. I was with, my wife taught me in, my wife Kay taught me into going up to Max one day on Arkansas Road. I didn't want to go in, so I just said, I'm going to sit in the car. While she went in, I knew it'd be a long time because women folk like to shop, right? Okay. So, so I, as I was sitting there, uh, a fella pulled up in a, in a pickup truck, and I noticed he was right, there was no one with him, he was writing out something. Uh, using the steering wheels back and and I would notice as he rode he would he would just sobbing he was crying and and he was part wrecked right next to me and I was sitting right there. I, I was thinking to myself man this, this is kind of different this big husky guy uh, crying right here so I got out of the car I just went over and asked him if everything was all right and he said that he had been working offshore and he was coming in office three weeks on, three weeks off. I guess he works for one of those. And uh, when he came home, everything was gone out of the house. His wife with his children were gone. And, and he was just crying. And, and, and I didn't know what, I, I was completely taken off guard. But God said through the Holy Spirit, he said, she said, Philip, why don't you say something to this young fellow? So I, said, so I reached over, went to my car, I got a Bible, and like I said, the Bible helps up here. And one of the verses they point at, or the Bible helps when you're in despair, and so forth, comes from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. I think his name was Larry. Larry and I prayed with Larry. I offered him a New Testament. He said he already had one. He still had his from the fifth grade. <laughs> and uh, he left then and went inside the store with a smile on his face. He said, you thank me so, you've helped me so much. And I said, no, God's word has helped you so much. And that's just one way, that's just a, a testimony to how these Gideon New Testaments can help someone. I'd like to tell you about my own testimony right now when I was saved. I always do this as a Gideon speaker to all churches I go. I was raised on Arkansas Road 
And uh, we lived in a big white frame house. My older brother, Gary, had just became, uh, just surrendered his life to the ministry. We stayed in the same room in the back of the house and so forth. And he was testing out his preaching on me, okay? And I was 12 years old. I went to West Monroe Junior High. There we go again, another school somewhere is no more. <laughs> I mean, the building's still there, but, and uh, I was 12 years old, seventh grade, and he would read something to me every night in the scripture. And like I said, he, 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 he hadn't started preaching uh, in churches yet, but he was, he kind of fumbled his way through the plan of salvation. But I want you to know, as he fumbled his way through and we read scriptures together sitting on the side of our bed, Right there, God's word was working on Philip Elmore. It was working on me. At 12 years old, I understand that I was a sinner. I understood that I had sinned in my life. And I understood not only that, that unless I accepted my Savior, Jesus Christ, that I was going to go to hell. You see, back in those days, in the 60s, you know, preaching on hell was pretty prominent. They called them hell, fire, brimstone preachers is what they called them. And he had already read those verses, you know, uh, Roman road as we call them, uh, where Jesus' love is always available to us. His grace and mercy is always available to us. Uh, John 3.16, for God so loved his work. His, that he gave his only begotten son, the only one, that whosoever believes on him should have eternal life. And you know, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, at 12 years old, you know, I didn't understand, you know, why I had to be saved. And I, my, my question was, saved from what? I got it pretty good here. You know, I got plenty of peas and cornbread to eat, you know, and, and, and I've got a place to sleep. Mom and dad take care of my every need. I got clothes to put on. I go to, uh, go to school every day. But when he talked about Jesus' death on the cross and read those passages of Jesus and how he suffered, and not only that, when he read about the alternative to heaven is hell. And I'm going to tell you, I was one of those people that was scared to death because I didn't want to go to hell. Because whether you understand this or not, hell has no reprieve. You don't go there and then you talk your way out. It says where the worm shall never die and the fire will not be quenched. You see, God created hell. He created hell for Satan and his angels. We choose, we choose to go there if we reject God's love offering, Jesus Christ's blood. And, and that's where I was saved at 12 years of age. I always like to, to, because all of us have a testimony. If you're sitting in this church, you have a testimony. You either have one of the time that you recognized your sin and you repented of your sin or you don't have a testimony to that effect. God offers heaven. He offers the most 
serene relationship and close relationship while we're still here. We don't have to wait to go to heaven. We, we can have that relationship while still on earth. We just can't see him yet. And we, we accept those things by faith, and I know you do also. The Gideon Bibles program uh, touches millions of people every year like I've, I've talked to you about. We even have a little book just for our teenagers. It's called The Life Book. When I was at Calhoun Middle School, uh, one of the churches in, in Calhoun, they got a hold of this book and they decided through their youth, they would distribute it to uh, Calhoun Middle School, Woodlawn, and West Washtenaw High School. And they completely blanketed that area. Completely. And this is put out by the Gideons. Now what this book, book is, is really, it's just the, the, the book of John written in modern day vernacular, teenage terms. And it's got all kinds of neat little drawings in it and, and, and little goofy characters and so forth that teenagers understand. Okay? And, and, the, and let me tell you, the word of God comes through in this book. It comes through in there. So if, if you don't have those, all you have to do is request from the Gideons and they will get these life books out to you. We also have a Gideon Auxiliary. Uh, I think there's a couple. Miss Carolyn is a Gideon Auxiliary. And who else is a Gideon Auxiliary? A lady. Okay. Right back. Okay. Right back here in the back. My wife is, a, is an Auxiliary. They use these little periwinkle uh, New Testaments. This is the one they hand out. And they have distributions like at nursing graduation, like at Delta Community College, uh, and so forth and so on. Whoever will let them do that. And this is just a neat little, it has the same thing as our other uh, uh, New Testaments and so forth. We also have, uh, when, when I was, uh, it, astonishment to me, you know, when I was in Texas, there was lots of, of uh, Hispanic kids, lots, okay? And I learned a little bit of Spanish, but I don't, I cannot, I can converse enough to get something to eat and find the bathroom. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, but I, I don't speak it fluently. But in Washtenaw Parish, I don't know if you knew this, but there's been an influx of uh, Hispanic people the last five, six years. Okay, so whenever we visit the fifth grade classrooms, we carry some Spanish New Testaments with us. Now, I want you to understand something. For some of these kids in the fifth grade to get a New Testament, this may be the only book that they ever really own. That, that, that's, that, that hurts pretty bad, doesn't it? But lots of times, it's the only time they come in contact with the Word of God. So those Spanish kids will often ask, not only for one for themselves, but one for their mom or their sister or something. So they have the opportunity to read God's word in Spanish. And whether you agree with them coming in or not, it doesn't make any difference. They're here. Okay? And God has brought them to us to minister to them. We also have some other programs in the United States. Okay? And I just want to 
talk to you a little bit about them. We, we have a, a program, if you don't, like some of you men and, and women in this church, you may be, God may be speaking to you right now about becoming a Gideon. And, and if you don't want to be a Gideon, then we also have something called the Friends of the Gideon where you can support the Gideons, which by Bibles, our one, our one goal is to lead others to Christ through God's word. That's it. There is no other goal that we have. We raise money and we even support them from our own pocketbook. No one is paid. And sometimes people say, well, I don't really want to be a Gideon, but I can become a friend of the Gideon. And you have a chance on this little pamphlet that you got right here to become one of those where you can support the Gideons. You can actually buy Bibles of the Gideon, through the Gideons, that's a friend of the Gideons, and distribute them yourself. Now, I can't give you any of the Gideon Bibles with a little with a Gideon uh, logo on it because we have rules that we can't do that. But you can become a friend of the Gideons and you can buy the same Bible for $1.20 a piece. You can buy a case of them for 50, uh, whatever, it, whatever it comes out to be, okay, 50 bucks. These Bibles we put in motel rooms cost us $7 a piece, $7 a piece. We also have something, and I, and I noticed in y'all's, in y'all's card rack in the back when you come in the corridor, called the Gideon Pro Card Program. Now these Gideon cards are different types. Uh, here's one just thanking God for you. There's another one for like uh, moral or benevolence, praying for you, uh, uh, and so forth like that. You can take one of those cards, send it to somebody, and send the donation to the Gideons to support them. I thank you for this opportunity to visit this church. The minute I walked into this church, I said, my goodness, this is a beautiful church. And like I said, it, so many years ago, since I'm 67, I imagine 60 years ago, I'd been riding by this either with my bicycle or with my pickup truck, okay? I've never been inside this church. This is, a this is a beautiful church, a beautiful place to worship God. And I thank you so much for this opportunity. Okay, and it's going to take me a minute to, to get back down. When I went to the, uh, when I went to the, to the rehab place, the, they told me to go up and, up and down steps. They said to remember this. You go up with a good leg and down with a bad leg. And they said it's like heaven and hell. Up with a good, down with a bad. <laughs> So I remember that every time I, every time I go up and down steps. Won't you stand with us and join together as we sing, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet.
your new knee I was going down with my new knee so I understand <laughs> thank you so much Philip for coming today and sharing with us we appreciate it um, don't forget that in your bulletin you have your offering that you can give in the back when you leave to get those Bibles out to everyone that needs them let's close with the word of prayer father we thank you. We thank you that we can come into your home, your house, and we can worship you. And we don't need to worry about whether we have a Bible or not. And that we have so many at home and we have them wherever we need them. But Lord, we know there are people that don't have them. Please help us to get these in the hands of people that need your word. That they may only see this one time. Lord, we thank you for those that are doing your work, and we ask that you please help them continue to do it. Father, I ask that you please be with all those prayer requests that we had today. You know the need of each and every one, and we ask that you help us to go out and be the light in the world for you. We ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen.